from the Allen Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears will dig in defensively in that line. Let's see who's in there for the Bears. Cole Maxwell at one end, TJ Franklin at the other. Also uh, in that line for the Bears. Cheedy in the middle. I think it is. Cheedy open eye in the middle. Here's the play. Fourth and one from the 44. Bodie's going to try to kick. He didn't get it. T.J. Franklin wrapped him up for a loss on the play. They needed a yard. They lost a yard. The Bears will take over on downs. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats, making memories since 1983. By the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. On the web at thebaylorclub.com. And by Diamore Fine Jewelers. 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Third down and two from the 35. And off to Abram Smith. He's got a hole. He may take it all the way. 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Abram Smith. From 35 yards out, Abram Smith hits pay dirt again. And the Bears are up 34-0 on Texas Southern. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. One more snap of the ball, and this game will be over. Bass takes the snap, takes a knee, and that is going to do it. A very dominating effort by the Baylor Bears tonight as they do run their record to 2-0 on the season. Final score, Baylor 66, Texas Southern 7. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on this Monday afternoon. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. From Baylor's dominating win over Texas Southern on Saturday evening at McLean Stadium, 66-7 the final score. Bears are 2-0 on the season for the 10th time in the last 12 years, starting a year 10-0. I'm sorry, 2-0. 10-0 would be nice, but 2-0 so far. And now starting Big 12 Conference play comes up this Saturday in Lawrence against the Kansas Jayhawks. It'll be a 2.30 kickoff this Saturday for Baylor and KU. Talk about all about that. Let you hear uh, Dave Aranda's press conference from earlier today and uh, look around the Big 12 and nationally. And uh, Aaron, it was, uh, it was kind of a wild weekend, wasn't it? Uh, Big 12, yes, but nationally, man, it was really wild and a real shakeup in the top 25. Yeah, you don't uh, see or haven't in a while see Ohio State losing this early in the season. But, man, Oregon played really, really well and uh, knocked them off. And, of course, uh, uh, the uh, Texas SEC preview Saturday when they (laughs) took on Arkansas and uh, things didn't go well, among other games. But those were the two that kind of stuck out for me. Absolutely. Yeah, that Ohio State loss at home, uh, losing to Oregon, drops Ohio State from third to ninth in the poll. How about Florida State? Florida State lost to Jacksonville State, and they are calling that the uh, worst loss in program history at Florida State. That's saying a lot, but uh, but maybe it does qualify. And, and one of the craziest and most exciting endings to a college football game you'll ever see. If you did not watch yeah. the highlights – 
and see the ending of that game, go if well if you're working you can't do it right now, but go whenever you have time as soon as possible and uh, Google the end of the Florida State Jackson State game. It was pretty incredible. Yep, that was wild. It really was. So uh, that's some a sampling of the weekend in college football. Big 12-wise, uh, we told you Baylor won over Texas Southern. Bears are 2-0 and on the year. Incidentally, uh, we'll play at Kansas this week at 2.30, and the next game after that is September 25th at home against Iowa State, and that has been set for a 2.30 kickoff for Fox Television. So Baylor and Iowa State on September 25th, a 2.30 kickoff. We got that time uh, announced by the Big 12 earlier today. Uh, Oklahoma State's 2-0. They won over Tulsa, uh, but had to struggle. I mean, that was a tight game throughout. Aaron, uh, Oklahoma State finally won it 28-23. Yeah, and they've, you know, they, they've had close games. Both of their first two games have been close, and uh, they've kind of struggled a little bit early in the season. Now, the, you know, to be fair, the first game they didn't have their starting quarterback. Um, right. But – yeah, they've had two close games to start the season against, uh, I guess, what you could generously say are not, you know, not top 25 teams. Right, sure, that's fair. Yeah, especially Missouri State the first week. I mean, Tulsa, coached by Philip Montgomery, they gave uh, Oklahoma right, not, State all they could handle. Yeah, yeah, not taking anything away from Tulsa. Yeah, I was thinking more week one, but, you know. Um, sure, right, right. But even Tulsa, you know, I mean, you expect Oklahoma State to, to uh, you know, go in there to uh, take care of business against them, which they did. I mean, they got the win, but, you know, it was a very close game and very hard fought. And as you mentioned, Coach Montgomery, who used to be on the staff here, you know, the head coach at Tulsa, done a great job with that program. TCU won again. Uh, remember, they pounded Duquesne the first week, 45-43, or 45-3, to uh, much closer this week. TCU won over Cal, 34-32. Frogs are knocking on the door of the top 25. They would be uh, 27th in the AP poll this week. Iowa State and Iowa, that uh, much-anticipated top 10 matchup uh, in the uh, Cyhawk uh, uh, series in the state of Iowa. Uh, Iowa won over Iowa State, 27-17. Game really wasn't that close. Iowa handled them pretty well. Iowa State drops from ninth in the nation to, let's see, 14th uh, in the AP poll, uh, 14th in both polls. So Iowa State uh, uh, takes a tumble down five spots after that loss to in-state rival Iowa. West Virginia all over uh, Long Island. Uh, the Blackbirds 66 to nothing. Tech and Stephen F. Austin, that was a tight game uh, throughout, really, and Tech won that 28-22. Red Raiders are off to a 2-0 start. Um, let's see, K-State and Southern Illinois, that was tight for a while. K-State wins at 31-23. Oklahoma and Western Carolina named the score. Uh, it ends up 76 to nothing. And uh, then Arkansas, Texas, you mentioned that, Aaron. Uh, Arkansas wins over Texas. And this one really wasn't this close. 40-21 to was the final score. How about that one? Yeah, it was uh, – So, Arkansas. It was uh... – you know, Texas got a little bit of a spark when they changed quarterbacks late in the game, but also the game was pretty was done by then. So, I mean, you know, you're going to not – let me see. How, how should I word this? I mean, it's not like they're letting you score, but, you know, when you're up that big, right. you, the defense loosens up a little bit and plays off and, and you know, gives – just to That's right. avoid – big lead. And yeah, change, yeah, just to avoid bigger plays, you know, you get – and so – 
you know, you, you have a better chance at sustained drives, which they did, and they cut into the lead a little bit. But um, well, a big victory for Arkansas. That's a big win for them. Absolutely. 40-21 to 21 over Texas. Uh, Coach Steve Sarkeesian has already announced today that uh, they'll switch quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks. Casey Thompson will start the next game for Texas coming up this Saturday, and that is uh, against Texas Tech this Saturday morning in Austin. Uh, also from K-State, uh, uh, Skylar Thompson went out with a knee injury. He is out indefinitely. Hate to see that. That guy had his uh, season cut short with an injury last year. Not thought to be a season-ending injury, but Skylar Thompson is out for now for Kansas State. And going back to Friday night, uh, Kansas played Coastal Carolina and, uh, and got drilled pretty good, 49-22. Coastal Carolina is a really, really good team, and they proved it on, uh, on Friday. They're up a spot to number 16 in the nation. The AP poll this week has Alabama at 1, Georgia 2, Oklahoma up a spot to number 3, Oregon jumps eight spots. They were 12th, and they are now number four in the nation. Iowa jumps five spots from 10 to number five. Clemson stays even at number six. Texas A&M down two spots to number seven. They struggled with Colorado. Cincinnati will keep an eye on the Bearcats. They are at number eight in the nation. Ohio State lands at nine, and Penn State is up a spot to number 10. The other Big 12 schools, Iowa State at 14, um, that's it. Texas falls out, and uh, well, I, I guess we got to say Brigham Young uh, is in the poll at number 23, and UCF is the uh, first team out. They are very close to being in the top 25. They would be number 26 this week, just a spot ahead of uh, points-wise of TCU. So that is the top 25 this week uh, as it relates to the Big 12 and the incoming uh, new Big 12 members. All right, we're off and running on this Monday. We're glad you're with us. Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuel Studios. I'm here at our offices at the uh, Simpson Athletic and Academic Center. Let you hear the Dave Aranda press conference coming up in just a bit. We'll take a break and be right back in a moment. John Morris Show brought to you in part by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. D'Amore at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. Watching Tropical Storm Nicholas to our southeast. This will affect our weather over the next several days with cloudy skies and widely scattered rain showers starting tonight as well as tomorrow and Wednesday. High temperatures will be below average with highs only in the low to mid-80s. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Let's welcome in from the Athletic Samcon Jr. And I think that that is to me why I think the Big 12 has to buy a little long term if they can pull together because if that plan sticks and you still are going with the sixth highest ranked champion, then the Big 12 is going to have a spot even in its reduced form if they go out and expand. Those guaranteed bids give your team and your league a spot in the party and I think 12 teams is still viable if they keep the proposal as it is. I think it still makes sense for the Big 12 to try to 
Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you could want, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and special events for all interests. Contact John or Rebecca today at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home or to book your next private event. Heritage Creamery Woodway is now open at The Outlook, just off 84 and Ritchie Road. Come see us at our beautiful new location, where we serve all the classics, including shakes, floats, cookies, ice cream sandwiches, and plenty of kid-friendly favorites. Our products are made by hand right here in Waco, Texas, with all natural ingredients sourced locally as much as possible. We're open every day from 2 to 10. Need us to cater your event? We're ready to serve you from our new Heritage Scoop Truck. Visit HeritageCreamery.com for more information. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Monday afternoon from the Alan Samuels Studios, brought to you in part by Alan Samuels. On the web at alansamuelsdcj.com, your friend in the car business. Alan Samuels is an award-winning dealer, but you'll find much more with their great award-winning products. The new 2021 Ram has been ranked number one automotive brand by J.D. Power's initial quality study, with the 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two right behind the Ram. It doesn't stop there. How about the 2021 Jeep Gladiator, named the highest quality midsize truck in the automotive models. Lots to see, and they've got it all at Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business on the web at allensamuelsdcj.com. All right, let's hear from uh, Dave Aranda coming up next segment, his uh, weekly meeting with the media today. Bears headed to Lawrence to play the Kansas Jayhawks on Saturday. It's a 2.30 kickoff on Saturday. Our coverage here begins at 12.30 with the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. And uh, then a 2.30 kickoff television will be on Big 12 Now on ESPN Plus coming up on Saturday afternoon for the Bears and the Jayhawks. Big weekend at McLean Stadium. Great crowd out there. Great atmosphere. Uh, Aaron, it was really fun to be out in Touchdown Alley for our tailgate show and just seeing people, you know, real buzz out there. A lot of people around and uh, our show was right in the middle of it. And uh, it, it was just kind of what we were hoping for, what we uh, expected was being back to having fans, uh, you know, complete capacity at McLean Stadium and out in Touchdown Alley prior to the game. Yeah, you know what my favorite part of the whole day was, obviously, yeah. besides Baylor getting a nice, uh, easy victory, was uh, seeing the Baylor line run out on the field. It, it, yeah, it, really it's, cool. It's always great to see, and it's great to see it again. It's just it's one of the best traditions in all of college football, and, and it was great to see it back. Yeah, really good point. I agree with you. 
and uh, the freshman class is so big they had to divide it up. They couldn't <laughs> let everybody run because there's so many of yes. them. I know, I know. It so was, uh, it was so just some a, a, a sea of of, of uh, gold <laughs> on the field when they came on for the for the, when the Baylor line came on the field. It was great. Yeah, I love it. I lo- I agree with you. That's one of the great traditions uh, we have here, and one of the great tra- traditions in college football. So, fun day there. Bears won handily. Uh, let you hear from Coach Aranda coming out of that game and preparing now for the Kansas Jayhawks. Great day also Saturday, uh, really through the weekend for the Baylor Club. They had Friday Night Live on Friday night. That is uh, a happening event on Fridays prior to Baylor home football games. They had their uh, tailgate over at Knox Hall on Saturday. And just everywhere on Saturday during the game, making uh, everyone there feel, uh, you know, feel so welcome and providing anything and everything folks need. I can say that uh, personally because uh, when I need something, I'm going to text or call Mike Mosel. And that guy's running around like crazy, like his whole staff is. But he always finds a way to take care of our needs. And uh, I really appreciate that. And I know folks who are members of the Baylor Club can appreciate that as well. The great service uh, from folks, everyone at the Baylor Club. Uh, They are closed today because they had the uh, Sunday victory brunch yesterday. And they deserve a day off. So they've got the day off today and they'll be back at it tomorrow. But uh, well done. Kudos to the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, another successful Baylor home football weekend, and very well done by Mike Mosel and his entire staff. If you want more information, go to thebaylorclub.com, thebaylorclub.com, or you can give them a call with any questions you have about membership, the schedule, anything like that at 254-710-8080. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Take a break. When we come back, let you hear the Dave Aranda press conference from earlier today. We've got that and more straight ahead. John Morris Show on a Monday here on ESPN Central Texas. It's the Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Now beginning at 7 p.m. Join us Wednesday, not from Rudy's, but here on ESPN Central Texas and hear from equestrian head coach Casey Maxwell and football coach Dave Aranda. Join us this Wednesday for the Baylor Coaches Show, now 7 to 8 p.m. Wednesdays here on ESPN Central Texas. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. 
Recently, Total Wireless helped Garrett Dvorak throw a virtual baby shower for his wife, Ellie. Just to see everyone's expressions, I don't have words for it. Because when you move to Total Wireless, you can get amazing devices on 5G. And with unlimited plans starting at $25 a month per line for four lines, you could save up to $80 per month. Total Wireless, you guys pulled through. Total Wireless, do amazing. 5G-capable device and SIM required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Savings claim made when compared to four-line postpaid plans of the leading carrier for 2021. See terms and conditions at TotalWireless.com. Are you looking for a dependable used work truck at an affordable price? Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond has used work trucks perfect for construction job sites, half tons and one ton trucks, crew cabs, dualies and trucks with metal beds, plus cargo vans, GMCs, Dodges and Chevys. Plus, they have used cattle trailers and construction trailers all priced to move. Check out these vehicles today and be ready to make a deal. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond 3101 Robinson Drive and Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lights with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Slovacic Sausage and West. Baylor wins big in the home opener 66-7 over Texas Southern. Complete coverage of that game all afternoon on ESPN Central Texas. Matthew Stafford was impressive in his debut in L.A. beating the Bears 34-14. Week 1 in the NFL will wrap up tonight. Baltimore and Vegas taking on the Raiders on Monday Night Football. Shake up in the top 25 with Alabama staying at number 1. Followed by Georgia. Oklahoma up 1 spot to 3. Oregon up 8 spots after beating Ohio to number 4. And Iowa up 5 spots to 5 after beating Iowa State. UMHB got the win over ETBU Saturday 34-14 and remain number one in the nation in the D3 football bowl. Rangers won the series beating the A's over the weekend. Host the Astros tonight, 7.05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Into the first quarter, our score, Baylor 21, Texas Southern nothing. Going to keep it right here during the break, and let's visit with uh, the commissioner of the Big 12 Conference. Bob Bowlesby joins us, and uh, let him use your headset right here. Coming forward. Appreciate it. Good to see you. You've been busy. I've been busy. You have been busy. Exciting day yesterday, announcing the four new schools that will be added to the Big 12 Conference. Well, we... Uh have had a, uh, a rocky uh, and surprising last six weeks, but uh, it, uh, we, the eight remaining members are solidly together and the four additions are gonna make us stronger. Uh, we'll have a period of transition obviously, but uh, we feel pretty good about the outcome. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us, John Morris Show continues on this Monday. It was uh, the commissioner, Bob Bowlesby, who was with us uh, on the broadcast and here at the game on Saturday. Great to have him here. He made a presentation to uh, Jared Butler on the field as the uh, national champion Baylor men's basketball team was honored and recognized. They got their Big 12 championship rings. Not the biggins, but the uh, Big 12 championship ring, Aaron, on uh, Saturday. And uh, Coach uh, or uh, Commissioner Bob Bowlesby uh, presented Jared Butler with the uh, Sportsman, Sportsperson of the Year Award from the Big 12 Conference. Uh, so really cool to have him here. Great to have him on with us. And uh, we appreciate his time 
being on with us during the broadcast on Saturday. That game was a 66-7 Baylor win over Texas Southern on Saturday. Now the Bears look ahead to the conference opener against Kansas this Saturday in Lawrence. Let you listen in now to the Dave Aranda press conference from earlier today. It's good to see you guys. You know, to to go through a week like last week where you're working to, to get things solidified and fixed and identified and here's our standard and here's where we met the standard, here's where we fell below, and to put it put all that in and then to have the focus and the effort that showed up on Saturday is uh, is good to see. You know, knowing it's a it's a long journey that we're we're on and this is a step in that journey. But it with all that said, it's good to see. And so proud of the players, proud of the staff, and their attention to detail and their focus on the process. And so um, looking forward to this next week. You know, I think one thing, particularly with Kansas, is you could see their improvement, and you could see their level of effort, and you can see their, um, their level of buy-in. There, there, is, there is a strong uh, correlation with those things and the coaching staff that they have. And so um, to see it this early in their tenure is a, is a great statement for them. Uh, but I think when you pop on the film, their level of effort and uh, care factor jumps off the video at you. And so we're excited about the opportunity. Take any questions you guys got. Dave, obviously it's just been two games, but are you Pleased with the level of development you guys have going into the Big 12, switching early Big 12 game. I feel I feel as if we're developing. You know, I I I can see the confidence, particularly on offense, when there was there was a there was limited confidence, and so I could see the confidence building, you know, from our spring scrimmages to our fall camp scrimmages to. Um, you know, these past two games. And so I could see that building. I think there is there is the formation of belief there. Um, I think our coaches on that side of the ball, fair, a fair amount of them are new. I think their understanding of our players and strengths and weaknesses is, um, is growing stronger. And, um, you know, um, who's who and what's what, I think it's becoming clearer. I think on defense, I think, um, you know, uh, the ability to, to, uh, to use all of our, um, all of our pieces in, in a way that uh, really, really comes together on a, on a real strong identity is still being worked on. I think we've got some, um, some guys that can um, still mature and grow into the roles that we'd like for them to have. I think this week's a big week for that. Um, and then I think on special teams, um, I think, you know, there, especially with our specialists, there's some, there's some shining areas. I think collectively we can um, – um, there's a lot to improve, a lot of room to improve. And so, you know, I feel like we're, we're on the right track. Um, I can sense that. I think all, everyone knows there's a lot of work to be done. Coach, you've been, uh, you've still got a lot of fours on the offensive line. Mm -hmm. Are you looking for a five starting, or do you think you'll continue a rotation? We're looking for a f uh, five starting. I think that right tackle spot, there's there 
could be some uh, more rotation there than some of the other spots. Um, I think the continual push, though, of some of those oars is always going to be welcomed, um, and the ability to get the most out of that, um, out of that, um, that next that next tier, I think was something that was definitely missing from last year, and something I think strength strengthens the group. Uh, but I think there is a, a competition at that right tackle spot, and so we'll see kind of what becomes of all that. There's good showings on on both sides of it, both with Byers and Keith uh, this last this last Saturday. See that group as a whole take another step because they were pretty good that opening week, but it seems like they were maybe more dominant this week. Conf- confidence is is such an um, important and such a uh, almost really overlooked thing. I think for for someone to to be wherever they're at and then to want to achieve more and be more and become something they're not takes confidence. You know, you step outside of your comfort zone, and and you uh, you have to trust the aid that's helping you. You know, walk you to where you want to get to. And so, I could see a, a real strong change in confidence in that group. I think Eric's done a great job. Uh, Mateos, like I mentioned before, but I think just their connectedness and their um, their level of honesty and keeping stuff real. Is way unique and way strong. I, you know, I would bet on us with that group continuing to get better. Hey, uh, through the through two games, the running game has been extremely productive. Mm-hmm. What would you pinpoint as just maybe the biggest thing that has kind of led to this jump from last year to this year? It's a tough question. There's a lot of things involved there. I think I think simplicity. If I had to choose one. I think so many times, I think, you know, simple is sophisticated. You know, I think sometimes things get complex um, because there's, there's the level of understanding isn't there and things aren't eliminated that are wasteful. You know, there's not that, there's not that clear vision of this is who we are, this is what we do, this is what we need, you know. It's more of... Well, I got a little bit of this just in case. I got a little bit of that just for this. I got a little bit of this other thing if something else were to come come about. And so I think offensively with Jeff, you know, Jeff Grimes and Eric and Chansey and Justin and and uh, Sean. I mean, they've really worked hard to. This is us. This is the wide zone play action pass shot team, and the focus has been just on that. And so there's, you know, there's going to be, you know, along with that comes formations, personnel's where it's like 80% run, right, or 90% run. And so people, you know, there's there's always the ability to play off of that when needed, but someone's got to stop those numbers first, you know, and they're going to have to make an adjustment to do that, and that's going to open up, you know, if you're doing this to stop the fastball, it's going to open up the curve and the change that are always there, you know what I mean? But it starts with being simple first, and I feel they've done a great job of that. Coach, Kansas is a program that has gone through a lot of coaching changes. What difficulties is that presenting you for preparing for them schematically and how their, their talent fits into what new scheme may be there now? No, I appreciate the question. I think in looking at their two games, you can see 
uh, correlation with Buffalo Tape. I think the Buffalo Tape is um, is more advanced. They're obviously there longer. You know, Kansas. I don't believe they had spring bowl, and so the the the, the Buffalo Tape is much more um, into the weeds with their scheme. When I look at just the Kansas Tape, I see it. I see it being simple. I see it being, you know, hey, we haven't had them that long. One, I also think two, right, um, let's get them to play as hard as we can. Let's focus on some of the things that we just got done talking about on offense. Let's focus on the things that matter in terms of um, the, how, the how you do things as opposed to the what you're doing. And then I think, you know, just the MO from the coaching staff, as I know them, going all the way back to Wisconsin, is that, that's how they've always done it. And so you look at the film, those th- those three things kind of pop right out at you. And so you could see possibly some some growth from maybe this part of a package to maybe that part of a package. But I think there is a real strong identity with what they got. And so, you know, we, ha- we have to pre- prepare for how they play more so than what they're doing. Coach, uh Install in the wide zone. How much the offense has been reserved to this point that will be opened up going to conference play? You know, um, it's it's interesting. I think that question probably comes from a different perspective. I think, you know, the one that 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 I would speak to would be, you know, um, we want to be basic in our approach on offense, and then force the hand of whoever's on the other side of it in terms of eight-man fronts, press coverage, deep post safety, nine-man front, both safeties in the run fit, right? And then having the availability of play-action pass and drop-back pass and shot throws that can take advantage of those things. And so I think the more we get, the, the, the better we get at our basic simple stuff, the more it opens up those for defenses to, to overcompensate where now there's there's ability to make big plays in the back end. And so I think um, from that perspective, it's not one of like, hey, we're doing this and holding that. It's more of we're going to do what we do, right, and get really good at it, and when things open up, we're going to take advantage of them. So I hope that answers your question. J.T. Woods was named Big 12 co-defensive player of the week. Uh, what do you see from him out there? Why does he have such – good instincts for forcing turnovers and such. He, he has an ease about him when he plays. I think he plays, um, we would use the term playing green. He plays fast and um, plays free, you know. I think there's there's certain guys, particularly in, in, in the back end, I think secondary and then O-line, this also shows up. I think when you're looking at just football positions, you know, there's – if there's certain guys where hey, it's whatever you tell them, that is exactly what they're going to do, you know. And I think sometimes that's good. A lot of times that ain't good, you know. And then I think there's there's other times there's other guys where, you know, you um, you you tell them you tell them something and they got it in their mind and it it, it doesn't process and it slows them down. I think what makes one of the things that make JT really unique is just his ability to um, to take in a boatload of information, but then he processes it so quick, and he can play fast and play like he's uh, 
you know, out there in the schoolyard running around having fun. And I think that is contagious, you know. And so I think his ability to, you know, play a half but have great vision and know and, you know, you know, red light stop, green light go when it's a red light and he can still go, you know. I think there's some of that that's taken place. And you feel comfortable enough with that when there is when there is a real strong understanding of what red light and green light means, you know. And so he can – he's playing that game. He's playing it well right now. Texas Southern gave you a chance to play a lot of reserves. Give us your assessment, of, especially of your backup quarterbacks and any other reserves that might have stood out on – the video after the game. Yeah, it was good to get guys in. I know that was um, – I think anytime you have the opportunity to do that, I think it builds your morale and it builds – you know, it gives validation for all the work that goes into uh, – all the work that goes into it, you know. And so I think um, – I think quarterback-wise, I thought there was good things, you know. I think the, the opportunity um, to get drives and to take ownership of a drive and get in those situations where – you know, Jacob's got to be able to make a conversion or, um, you know, Blake's got to be able to make a read and make a, a protection adjustment. Uh, all of those things, I think, um, they're one thing when they're in a meeting. It's another thing when they're on a practice field. It's yet another when it's under the lights. And so those are invaluable. I thought there was good things from them. I thought, um, you know, uh, receiver-wise, we had a fair amount of guys in. I thought they were able to, to block and really show great effort. Um, we make an effort reel that we uh, try to highlight as kind of, you know, our, the Baylor ID. This is what this is our thumbprint. This is who we are. A couple of guys made that reel. I thought, um, you know, defensively, um, I, you know, um, linebacker-wise, um, secondary-wise, you know, I'm looking at at, at um, good effort throughout. I think we had Tyrone Brown get a couple snaps. I thought, you know, um, we had. Um, I think we had some good good um, good um, rotation in our secondary. I think we played about everybody that that came on with us, and so it was good to do that. I think, you know, our ability to take advantage of that I think says a lot of our coaches and their ability to develop people. And then for our guys to go out and take advantage of it is yet another thing. So it was good. Especially on that first drive, you rolled the dice a few times on fourth down. Was that just a matter of you uh, feeling confident in the offense, or do you feel like you're a little more aggressive as a coach this season in those kind of scenarios? You know, that's a good question. Um, I haven't thought of it in those terms. I just think, you know, um, the the ability to – Look at look at third down um, as two downs. I think enhances our ability to get first downs. <laughs> so if, if we can look at it that way, and then um, you know play the numbers, so to speak, then um, let's do that. Now we haven't we haven't been on the other side of that of of not making those yet, and so you know that is eventually going to come, and that'll probably highlight. You know some of those decisions, but I think our kids know when 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 we're um, putting faith and trust into what we're, you know who we are and what we're doing, and so you know let's let's ride with that. Hey, uh, I know 2020 was different, but uh, a lot of times in the schedule you got non-conference, boom, 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 mm -hmm. and then on in the Big 12 play. This year, you know, you play two. 
get into Big 12 play, and then obviously you'll step out of it in October to play BYU. Mm-hmm. How, you know, how do you kind of feel about that as a coach? I mean, do you like the way it plays out, or would you rather have them all stacked together, you know, at the start of the year? I haven't really thought about it. I think, you know, um, we'll, we'll take it, you know, one thing at a time. But I think, you know, just in thinking just about BYU, I just like the – the respect I have for um, for their coaches and, and their staff, a lot of them I've worked with before, and then um, others I've known for a long time. I, you know, they 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 are going to be uh, prepared and ready and and all of it. So it's going to you know we can look at it as a conference game in a lot of ways. And so um, yeah, however they lay it out, we're going to try to knock them down. Okay, but- JT mentioned it after the game, the student section, the way they were, and the fact that they stayed the whole game. How cool was that? To Way see? cool. You know, you know, they were bringing energy the whole time. And so just, I mean, our guys felt it, you know. And so just the, the energy that came from there, right, the, the sounds that came from there um, was all real. And it's reflected on our end, you know. I, I think when you're in games like the one we were just in, with the score being what it is, the ability to focus and the ability to, you know, when you're going out yet again for um, a kickoff or, or whatever, or whatever it is, it's, um, you know, any, any bit of emotion coming from the student section helps. And so way impressed. I look forward to next time. Now Jones has been, uh, he's worked himself into a lot of playing time. What did he do to impress you? He's playmaker. You know, he has a great, um, he's got a knack. And so there's, and we have a fair amount of those guys on defense. I think, um, you know, I think uh, PD is one. We just talked about JT. Um, Terrell is one. Um, we've got guys that have the ability to um, process real quick and play with a kind of a freedom um, so you can, you can, um, play within the scheme but you're 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 playing lights out fast and it's difficult to do that and Matt Matt's able to do it there's a stretch there where I think he impacted about four drives in a row you know just making plays and so um, he's somebody that can play inside and outside and so his value is very strong and he's only going to continue to get better I think Gary has improved. I think Gary's standards for himself are very high. I think Gary's got a really, really strong um, confidence, and I think he he is his uh, he is probably um, worst and best self-critic. And I think Gary's always going to push himself to excel and going to look for ways to get better and ways to improve. And so, um, you know, the more I learn about Gary, man, the more I love him. And just really um, fortunate that he's on our side of things and that the team gets to see his work ethic and his care factor and, um, you know, how a pro would do it. So I'm, I'm thankful for him. QB, Jason Bean, what do you see from him? Dangerous, yeah, fast. You know, um, some of the issues that came up with Texas State and our rush and um, – you know, our our lack of pass rush integrity um, is a concern with him. 
Um, I think, you know, in speaking earlier in some of the schemes that, that Kansas has, there's, there's, there's some beginning part, parts of, you know, wide zone and maybe counter and split zone and what they're doing. A lot of, a lot of it is going to be there's a play, it breaks down, and the quarterback runs for 30 yards, you know. And so we have to be um, much improved in that phase of it both the coverage and the vision and then the rush lanes and the rush integrity um, because he, he could be one of their stronger weapons. Dave, when you look across the country and see teams like Texas losing, Utah, for example, as well, you see the volatility of college football this year. Does that add any confidence or change your confidence looking forward this season? No. I think, you know, it's what you sign up for. I think the ability for football to um, – um, to, I think you train for a competitive maturity, uh, for whether, so you are at your best, your best authentic self is, is out there kind of for everyone to see when it's the most stressful and the most competitive environment. And, uh, um, I think you, that's what football is. I would see it that way. And so you train for that and then you get in the game you know, I think, um, you know, so it's it's another level of it. But to um, to be at your best when you worked really hard to get something and you put in the time for it and it don't happen, right, and in the moment handle it the right way, I think um, that's our challenge, you know. And so, yeah, I think football is a game of setbacks, right, and, and a game of um, random events. And so it's all about how you respond to it. Recently on the John Moore Show. Hey, man, I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Uh, you let me know what we can do to help uh, leading up to the game on Saturday, and we'll see you Saturday at McLean Stadium. Well, there's one thing you can do. Yes, sir. You can tie those Baylor Bears defensive players with their hands behind their back, <laughs> and they won't be able to tackle my Tigers. Chatterbox, that is not happening on Saturday. Listen, Baylor needs a win on Saturday, too. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. At the Good Feet Store, all it takes is a free fitting to see how our personally fit arch supports can help relieve your pain. Just listen to Pam. I walked all day in my cowboy boots. The pain from my back was killing me. Finally, I just tried the Good Feet Store. The gentlemen fit me with arch supports. They just helped me. Relief could be steps away. See for yourself with a free fitting and test walk at the Good Feet Store today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I love what I do. Every day I have the chance to help people chart a path toward their financial goals and pursue their dreams. We build relationships with each client and enjoy seeing how they appreciate there's someone working just as hard as they are to help meet their objectives. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. Walk-On Sports Bistro in Waco, a place where over-the-top enthusiasm and culture is the daily norm. Come watch your game with us and enjoy mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine. Prepare fresh enough from scratch kitchen. Enjoy wings, burgers, po' boys, seafood, and alligator. And don't forget the boom-boom shrimp. Happy hour Monday through Friday, 3 to 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. till close. And all day Sunday, Walk-On Sports Bistro in Waco. Check us out online at locations.walk-ons.com. Walk-Ons in Waco, where everyone is treated like family. 
Marineland Boating Center, Crest Pontoons, and Mercury Marine believes no matter how you boat, the water unites us all. Crest Pontoons offer a level of quality, safety, style, and comfort that is unparalleled in the industry. Mercury outboards are durable, reliable, and powerful. Whether you're fishing, pulling a tube, or just getting away from it all to relax, Marineland Boating Center has the perfect model for you. Take time to live the pontoon life and experience the Crest standard of excellence. Powered by Mercury at Marineland Boating Center in Waco, making memories since 1983. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Slovacic Sausage and West. Baylor wins big in the home opener, 66 to seven over Texas Southern. Complete coverage of that game all afternoon on ESPN Central Texas. Matthew Stafford was impressive in his debut in LA, beating the Bears 34 to 14. Week one in the NFL will wrap up tonight. Baltimore and Vegas taking on the Raiders on Monday Night Football. Shake up in the top 25 with Alabama staying at number one, followed by Georgia, Oklahoma up one spot to three. Oregon up eight spots after beating Ohio to number four, and Iowa up five spots to five after beating Iowa State. UMHB got the win over ETBU Saturday 34-14 and remained number one in the nation in the D3 football bowl. Rangers won the series beating the A's over the weekend. Host the Astros tonight, 7.05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Segment John Morris show on this Monday afternoon. Hope you enjoyed hearing the Dave Aranda press conference uh, from today over the noon hour uh, over at the bank, the Beecham Athletic and Nutrition Center. And uh, we'll, we'll uh, as I said last week, we'll uh, do that for you each Monday. That's our plan on Mondays to let you hear the entire press conference, and you can count on that here in the 2 p.m. hour each Monday. All right, uh, enough time to wrap things up. Look ahead. Matt Mosley coming up top of the hour. Tom Barfield, Ward Weitz, and Aaron are back at 4 o'clock for uh, game time this afternoon. And uh, Aaron, what do you guys have? Uh, uh, we haven't talked about this. I'm sorry, ahead of time. No, <laughs> you're you good. Guys, okay, what, what do you have lined up for the remainder of the afternoon? Got to talk Baylor's win over Texas Southern, go around the NFL, talk a little Mary Harden Baylor, uh, talk about uh, Bob Bowlesby um, and uh, his, you know, uh, the uh, addition of the uh, four Big 12 teams, obviously, on Friday. We'll talk with Jerry Hill, the director of sports journalism for Baylor University, and uh, much, much more. There you go. Very good. All right, all coming up this afternoon. So just keep it right here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, I should have mentioned earlier, and you could, uh, if you were listening to the press conference, you could surmise from that that J.T. Woods, the Baylor defensive back, was named the Big 12 Co-Defensive Player of the Week, had another solid game, and uh, scooped up a fumble and returned it for a touchdown, uh, officially 97 yards on the fumble return for the touchdown by uh, by J.T. Woods on Saturday. And, uh, Aaron, it's a Baylor school record as far as distance returning a fumble for a touchdown. And the old record was uh, 96 yards returning a fumble for a touchdown. 
And as I got that information, I asked Ricky Thompson, uh, I said, Ricky, do you know who had the record before? And he said, I absolutely did. It was when Ricky was playing here, and it was 96 yards by Charlie McClanahan against Missouri on September 21st, 1974. So that's how long that record has stood, uh, but broken by JT Woods on Saturday, 97 yards, the long, longest fumble return in, uh, in school history. So uh, JT Woods, for his efforts, named the Big 12 Co-Defensive Player of the Week. And that's two weeks in a row he's had uh, uh, a touchdown. He had the pick six for the first points of the game for Baylor against Texas State and then had this scoop and score for another six points. So uh, JT Woods doing pretty well for a defensive player, isn't he? Uh, scoring points. Yeah, <laughs> two touchdowns <laughs> in three weeks, not bad. Yeah. It's better than a lot of offensive players around the country. <laughs> that's right. A lot of offensive guys would take that one touchdown per game average. So pretty good there by JT Woods and recognized by the uh, Big 12 Conference. All right, uh, let's mention some birthdays here, and then we'll move out of here, make way for Matt Mosley coming in top of the hour. Among birthdays today, 13th day of September, Ross Matizik, former Baylor uh, deep snapper extraordinaire. Happy birthday to uh, Ross and linebacker. Happy birthday to him. Uh, it's Alan Carter's birthday. Alan is uh, a, a big-time director out in Los Angeles. Uh, he does The Voice. He does uh, uh, lots of other sh big-time shows. Happy birthday to Alan Carter uh, from Waco. Mm, Carlton Buckles birthday today. Uh, former Baylor football assistant coach. Happy birthday to Coach Buckles. Kenny Kaplan works in television down in the Austin area. It's Kenny's birthday today. Happy birthday to him. And um, Glenn Thomas's birthday today, former Baylor football assistant as well. Happy birthday to, uh, to Glenn Thomas. And um, let's see, I want to go back to yesterday uh, and mention a couple. Aaron, if you don't mind, uh, Ish Wainwright's birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday to him. John Crowder up in uh, West, uh, Brother Crowder's birthday was yesterday. Dennis Swanberg is uh, uh, a Christian comedian and a Baylor grad, and Swanee's birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday to him. And Casey Maxwell's birthday was yesterday. Casey is our equestrian coach, and she'll be one of our guests on the Baylor Coaches Show coming up this Wednesday. So there's a few for you. Aaron, anybody to add to the list? Just one. And this is going to be a big one for you, Peter okay. Cetera. Oh, this yeah. Leads, one of the the lead singers. You know, they've had a few. I guess he was probably the main lead singer. I don't, well, I don't know. I, anyway. Maybe so. In, in the heyday, he yeah, really was I mean, for Chicago. For most people, I think they would consider him the main lead singer of Chicago. Right. Uh, he turned 77 today. Oh, so. my gosh. And he's 77. That's the list. If you got Chicago's lead singer on there, that's That's it. it. That's it. That's There's really a, not that's anybody else list. today. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. I like the way you think. All right, very good, uh, Peter Cetera. Uh, and let me add one more. It's Michael Johnson's uh, birthday today, uh, the great uh, runner from Baylor, Olympic fame. So happy birthday to – Now, see, I would have put that in. I just didn't have they, – they didn't have it on the list. He, he's a guy that would fit my list and yours, right? Yes, absolutely. Michael Johnson. Personal hero would, of mine. One of, that's one of, great. One of my favorite yep. Baylor athletes of all time. Very cool. Happy birthday to Michael Johnson today as well. All right, uh, we're going to wrap things up, move out of here, make way for Matt Mosley coming in next. 
Reminds you again, uh, Baylor football gearing up for their conference opener this Saturday in Lawrence against Kansas. It's a 2.30 kickoff on Saturday for the Bears and the Jayhawks. Remind you also our Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday. This is a week with a road uh, football game. We will not be live at Rudy's, but we'll have a show on the air here on ESPN Central Texas, 7 o'clock on Wednesday, and, but not live at Rudy's. So certainly you can go to Rudy's and uh, um, enjoy some great barbecue or turkey there, but no show live at Rudy's. You'll hear from Casey Maxwell, just had a birthday yesterday, and Coach Dave Aranda, Wednesday night, 7 o'clock here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, and then uh, one other note, uh, the Baylor-Iowa State game on September 25th. Game time has been set for that one. That will be a 2.30 kickoff at McLean Stadium for Baylor and Iowa State. Aaron, thank you very much. I'll see you in the studio tomorrow. Appreciate your help. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next here on ESPN Central Texas. I appreciate that question. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. It is Mac Rhodes.